0: I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy news update for Wednesday, January 11th. A search for evidence spanning multiple towns continues this week as authorities collect clues in the search for a missing Cohasset woman, including every trip and stop made by the woman's husband. A day after Anna Walsh was last seen and two days before she was reported missing, her husband Brian made a series of stops that have been under scrutiny ever since police expanded their search. Walsh has already been charged with misleading a police investigation and is currently in custody, held on a $500,000 bond. He's been accused by prosecutors of not giving a full account of his activities while the search for his wife was underway. Part of those activities included a trip to Norwell on Monday, January 2nd, the day after Anna was last seen early on New Year's Day. Authorities say Brian claimed he took a trip with his son to get smoothies. That same day, law officials and surveillance footage showed him at a Home Depot in Rockland where he purchased $450 worth of cleaning supplies, including mops, a bucket, and tarps. New video shows Walsh did buy smoothies that day, with security video showing him pacing in the press juice bar in norwell placing an order around mid-morning court paperwork stated how walsh was under home confinement as he waited to be sentenced for a federal crime he was allowed to leave his home between eight and ten thirty a.m. to drop off his children at school video inside that store shows the manager walking him out during those hours walsh was arrested days after the visit and charged with misleading police News that left workers at the juice bar in disbelief. A proposal for a large new residential complex in West Quincy has been postponed until a public meeting can be held. The zoning board yesterday delayed discussions on the plan for a four-story, 46-unit building at Furnessburg Parkway and Copeland Street until January 24th. A January 19th public meeting on the plan will be held at the Southwest Middle School at 6 p.m. Today, the Quincy Planning Board will be reviewing proposals for several new developments, including a 15-unit building on Washington Street, a 7-unit building on Spear Street, a new boat showroom at Marina Bay, and a new bank on Center Street. The meeting will be held at 6 p.m. in the first-floor meeting room of Quincy City Hall. Early voting continues today and tomorrow for the upcoming special preliminary election next Tuesday to fill the Ward 4 council seat in Quincy. Ward 4 voters may cast ballots at City Hall today and tomorrow from 8.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Mail-in ballots must be received at City Hall by 8 p.m. next Tuesday. And in-person voting will take place next Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Two of the four candidates will be eliminated The remaining two will face each other in the February 7th final election. A man accused of robbing and assaulting an 80-year-old woman who later died in a fire in her Attleboro home faced charges yesterday of murder and arson. 42-year-old Adam Rollins of Attleboro was accused of robbing and assaulting Judith Enrique, who died November 18th in an early morning fire in her home on Division Street. Enrique was found inside the house by firefighters shortly after they put out the blaze. Rollins was charged with her murder and the arson of the home and ordered held without bail. During his previous arraignment and assault and robbery charges, prosecutors said there was evidence that places Rollins inside the woman's home the night it caught fire, including a pair of sneakers and alcohol nips. And there was additional evidence that suggests Enrique was not killed by the fire. Her family also reported about $1,200 worth of jewelry missing from her home. It was later recovered by family members near the house, along with an ATM card with Rollins' name on it. So far, prosecutors have said nothing about a motive or how Enrique was killed. It is not clear if Rollins and Enrique knew each other. Outside of the bi-weekly Stoughton School Committee meeting last night, a group of over 100 parents, students, and some faculty gathered to protest a new policy instituted by the superintendent that bans all flags in the classroom other than American flags, including pride flags and Black Lives Matter flags. Students, led by senior Olivia Tran, have started a petition to encourage the superintendent To get rid of the ban, some faculty members have been reprimanded for ignoring the ban. Tran says she was suspended from school for walking out of class in protest of the ban or for causing a disruption. At the meeting last night, the ban was not on the agenda, but it consumed the entire public comment section. About 20 people poured into the school committee room with dozens more filling the hallways. Olivia Tran spoke, so did three adults in support of the policy. A local rabbi took the microphone, calling Black Lives Matter and LGBTQ people anarchists. Inside the meeting, members expressed frustration that the superintendent made the decision without running it by them, but the superintendent said he has no plans to change the ban, emphasizing that classroom doors have been given ally stickers, teachers have been given ally necklaces in place of the flags to show support for LGBTQ students. In the first week of her term, Governor Mara Healy is operating with a cabinet that is in flux, with holdovers from Charlie Baker's team paired up with just five of Healy's own sworn cabinet picks. Healy is eyeing an eventual 12-person cabinet, and her own picks are in place at Administration and Finance, Education, Energy and Environmental Affairs, Public Safety and Security, and a new cabinet-level role of Climate Chief. As of Monday, Healy had also appointed a Transportation Secretary, Technology Services and Security Secretary, and Economic Development Secretary. Healy's spokesperson, Carissa Han, said transportation appointee, Gina Fiendaka, tech service appointee, Jason Snyder, and economic development appointee, Yvonne Howe, would be sworn in later this month. Baker's transportation secretary, Jamie Tesler, will continue to stay on during the interim period. Matthew Moran, an assistant secretary at the Executive Office of Technology Services and Security, will be acting technology services and security secretary. Jennifer Maddox, undersecretary at the Department of Housing Community Development, under Baker is the acting economic development secretary until Howe is sworn in on January 17th. While top Democrats are leaving the door open. To reassessing the role of Massachusetts' long controversial standardized testing system, as some education advocates reinvigorate calls to abolish the tests or remove the requirement that high school seniors pass it in order to receive a diploma. Lawmakers created the MCAS system in 1993 during the education reform law that was aimed at improving accountability and school performance. The first tests were given in 1998. Students have been required to achieve sufficient scores to graduate ever since 2003. The Mass Teachers Association and other educators have long opposed the test. They say it set sights against the test again back in December when setting their policy goals for this session, describing the MCAS as destructive and punitive. Meantime, Massachusetts, for the first time in the last eight years, has a governor who may be more amenable. To the idea of changes to MCAS, Mara Healy was endorsed by the MTA in her campaign, and her education platform includes support for the Massachusetts Consortium for Innovative Education Assessment, a partnership of eight public school districts exploring new accountability systems that are not reliant on just the MCAS test. A check of business news this morning. Stocks are higher. The Dow up 61. The Nasdaq rose 23. The S&P added 8. Global stocks were higher. The dollar rose. The euro was up. Oil at $74 a barrel. In sports, the Celtics will host New Orleans tonight at 7.30. The forecast today from the National Weather Service. Mix of sun and clouds. High 37 degrees. Cloudy tonight. Low 22 Tomorrow some mixed precipitation changes over to rain, a high of 45, wind-swept rain Friday and a high 56. For the boater, waves about a foot, light northeast wind, high tide right after 2 p.m. Sunrise 7:11, set at 4:32. I'm Joe Catalano with an AEM Quincy News update for Wednesday, January 11th.